Listening to the Coffee Hour, I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting the Coffee Hour. You can find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live uncommon. Life events happening still around the country all year long, especially mm-hmm. during the month of March. There are some special events going on here in the Midwest. Joining us today, Monica Shannon. She's District Life Coordinator for the Southern Illinois District of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod and Advocates for Life in Southern Illinois District. Monica, welcome to the Coffee Hour. Thank you very much for this opportunity. And the Reverend Dr. Kirk Clayton, pastor of Zion Lutheran Church in Mascouda, Illinois, joining us this morning as well. Pastor Clayton, welcome to the Coffee Hour. Thank you. It's always a joy to be able to share the good news of our Lord's work on the radio. So, Monica, who are the Southern Illinois District Advocates for Life? Well, we're a a team of Lutherans that formed to kind of help out our pastors, support our pastors in our churches with life-affirming information. So we hail from several different other churches within the SID, and we're under the direction of our dear president, Timothy Shar. And what we do is we we try to get really life-affirming information and resources and events and opportunities to our churches so that they can plug in and and, and help affirm life across our district. Mm-hmm. What sorts of opportunities and, and, and work do the Advocates for Life across the SID? Well, uh, before we get to the, our, the one event we do ourselves is this upcoming prayer vigil. But in terms of what we do is we go to uh, the churches and our district and circuits and schools and principal meetings and any organization that's in the church that would like to hear from us. And we have a team of eight people who pick up a particular uh, life issue that's near and dear to their heart. They've studied it. They've resourced it. And we share information. We'll set up a table and have information. We have a website. We're on Facebook. And we're trying to help our churches see who their neighbors are so that they can advocate for them and, and, and step out and share the love of Jesus. Why is there a need for this work, this loving work in the Southern Illinois area? Well, specifically, I would say is we have wonderful pastors in this district, hardworking pastors who have many responsibilities. And this is one way to take the load off a pastor, help him out by having them contact us or speaking with them and get information to them so they can share it with their congregations. Pastor, how have you seen this work to be uh, important across the Southern Illinois District? Well, what Monica says has been tremendously helpful, that there have been other events that uh, I have been in charge of and organizing, and anyone who's tried to lead an event knows how intensively uh, time intensive that is to be the the point person to organize and lead and get the communications out and organize all the details. And when Monica and the Advocates for Life team can take those responsibilities and give time back to pastors, that then they simply send out the information saying, here's the events that we're doing. Here's the support that we'd like to ask that you pass along the information to your congregation. And then we can simply uh, come along and support and participate and encourage. That is so incredibly helpful in a pastor's schedule. But 
at a uh, at a theological level, there's a tremendous need, whether it's done by lay workers, as Monica is doing a tremendous job of doing and organizing, or by pastors, to recognize that our culture does not respect and does not love life as our Lord does. And so we face in Illinois a very, a very unhealthy climate about life politically and socially. And so a couple of years ago, I think the, the leaders in the abortion industry and specifically Planned Parenthood were kind of seeing that they were not doing well in Missouri. Missouri, fortunately, has had a number of situations where they've been able to pass more pro-life bills and make it more more difficult to get an abortion. And so the abortion clinic in St. Louis saw their business drop off significantly. Now, just across the river in Illinois, unfortunately, the climate is very, very different and very uh, unsupportive of life issues. And so Planned Parenthood, kind of in the dark of night, using very underhanded means, opened one of their largest abortion clinics in the country just 10 miles across the river from St. Louis, but in southern Illinois. And so we now have the, the tragedy of abortion amplified in our own district. And so as our Lord has created life, as our Lord loves life, he calls his people to support and defend life at every stage. And God has a particular care and a particular interest in those who are the weakest the smallest, the least able to defend themselves, the least able to speak for themselves. And God calls his people likewise to speak for those who can't speak for themselves, to be the protection for the defenseless. And there is no one more helpless, more vulnerable, and more in need of protection and support than a blessed human child in the womb as yet unborn. And so in the face of this tremendous challenge of a huge abortion clinic opening up in our, we are called to be God's hands of love and support and God's voice of sharing his message of the love of life because this tragedy is taking place in our midst. And who, who would we be if we don't stand up and defend those who have no ability to defend themselves? Tell us about the life-affirming prayer vigil that's taking place in the near future. Yes, thank you, Andy. Saturday, March 26th at the Fairview Heights Planned Parenthood, we will be hosting the Advocates for Life, our third prayer vigil that has taken place there. We gather together to be church, and church gathers to pray. We don't gather to protest. We, we are there to pray for these mothers and their unborn babies, for the workers at Planned Parenthood, and also for our government that has made these decisions to make this such an accessible place to come. And we know that if if the Dobbs case wins in the Supreme Court, that Illinois is going to become a destination. So we begin with prayer. That's what church does. And I think it's also an opportunity for people in our district not only to come out and pray, well, certainly the most important thing, but to see that this is a place that they can come and they can be witnesses to Christ by standing in the face of this evil. So while we are praying, we are also standing, but we stand as sinners. We are condemned by our own sins, but we know the mercy, love, and forgiveness of Jesus Christ. And so this is, we are not there as Pharisees saying we didn't do this kind of sin. We are there as forgiven sinners under the mercy of our Lord 
as these people are. And we also pray that we will be granted opportunity to, when we love and care and serve our neighbors, we're granted opportunity for the gospel. So the SID Advocates for Life team will also have information after the vigil's over of plenty places here in the district to plug in, support prayerfully, financially, with your, with your arms and legs, to help women who find themselves in a, in a crisis situation. So we will not only pray, but we will also resource them with information that they can plug into and make it very simple for them to help support life. And Monica mentioned that the prayer vigil is on March 26th on Saturday, and that dovetails very, very nicely with an event in the life of the church. On March 25th, the church observes the Feast of the Annunciation when the angel appeared to the Virgin Mary and shared with her the wonderful message that she would be the mother of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. March 25th, obviously, if you do the math, it is nine months to the day before December 25th, Christmas Day. And so we remember on March 25th that the angel came to Mary and that at that day, God became man. God took up residence in the womb of the Virgin Mary. The incarnation did not happen at Christmas. God did not become man when Jesus was born. God became man when Jesus was conceived in the womb of the Virgin Mary. And we remember that on March 25th. So the next day, March 26th, we will gather to remember that all life from the womb to Natural death is blessed and loved by God because Jesus became one of us, not in the stable in Bethlehem. Jesus became one of us in the womb of the Virgin Mary from the very moment that he was conceived. We celebrate that in the church on the Festival of the Annunciation. And so we're going to use the readings that are associated with the Annunciation at this prayer vigil on March 26th, the day after the Feast of the Annunciation, so that we can remember and that we can treasure that God loves life at every stage, including life in the womb, as that is where Jesus himself placed himself to be for us. Jesus placed himself as a fetus in Mary's womb, and therefore also God loves fetuses in the womb and cares for them as human beings, as God became one for us. So we have that very interesting life tie-in that the prayer vigil is on Saturday, March 26th, but the day before the church will have remembered that God became man in the womb of the Virgin Mary as an unborn baby. And so we protect that life too. We love Anyone who wants to pray peacefully to join us, and what you should know is we're asking you to park next door to Planned Parenthood at 313 Salem Place. Please don't try to pull through the gates at Planned Parenthood. You can go right past it, and there's parking, and we will be right up against the fence in a parking lot. You're welcome to bring a lawn chair with you. There will be facilities there for people to go in and get a drink or take a tour of a Coalition Life's office. And if you want more information, you can find it on our website at sidadvocatesforlife.com. Very good. What's that website again one more time? sidadvocatesforlife.com. Our guest today, Monica Shannon, Life Coordinator for the Southern Illinois District of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Senate and Advocates for Life there. Monica, thanks so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today. Thank you to both of you. 
and the Reverend Dr. Kurt Clayton of Zion Lutheran Church in Mascouda, Illinois. Pastor Clayton, thanks so much for being our guest. Well, thanks for the opportunity. Always good to be with you. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth.